Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, everybody, Walker fans? Two-episode premiere of Fear the Walking Dead Season 3 coming up. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I love it. It's so scary. <laughs> Just like this premiere, this is this premiere was explosive. I love the night, the lights, Neil. Thank you so much for those. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed this season premiere because it was kind of intense. What did you think? Uh, a little intense. I, I mean, mean, like, can we? I mean, there's a lot happened. I mean, I might be downplaying it <laughs> a little bit. You think? Just a little bit. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Timothy Michael. You can reach me on all social media platforms at I am Timothy Mike, and I. Am I'm joined by my lovely co-host, who I'm so excited to be working with. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I know. I mean, it's our first time meeting, so this is I, really exciting. I think we have great chemistry yeah, already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm Natalie Dyer. You can find me at, at Natalie Dyer on all social media platforms. That's N-A-T-A-L-E-E-D-Y-E-R. Awesome. So, like Natalie said, it was more than a little bit of an intense episode. This, I feel like they these writers, because this show, as you probably know, has gotten a lot of slack from, you know, Fear the Walking Dead fans, because it is slack a spin-off show. Flack. Slack, flack, whatever. <laughs> whatever word you want to use. People have been driving the show really hard and giving it a really hard they time are, because yes. it is a spinoff show from The Walking Dead and they expect it to be that high of a standard. Right. Um, and when you start off a new show, you have to keep in mind that we are getting introduced to new characters that might be a little slower. Um, but and they this, have to find out who they are. Like Exactly. You have to be invested in these people. But this, right. this premiere was not slow at no. all. Um we left the the um, the peeps from fear um, <laughs> getting to the border, yes. um, and that's where things went to uh, ahead. I don't want to talk too much about the previous season um, because we have so much to talk about with these two premieres. Um, they are being escorted to this compound. What did you think immediately from this episode? Um, from the episode, from the, or from from the, the beginning, moment from the beginning. I was thinking, oh shit. Like, these are my favorite characters. Alicia's my favorite character. Yeah. And then they're being rough handled by, like, what I thought was military originally. It turns out it's really just, like, a militia. Right. Um, and I was like, oh, here we go. Like, <laughs> we're just starting off with a bang right now. Did we think? Because, I mean, they obviously get um, separated pretty quick. And Neil, um, our amazing engineer, if you can get our uh, live chat up, if there's anybody in the live chat, we can get those guys. I've got that. We've um, got great episodes, crazy episodes. We just lost a damn good Kiwi. You're right. <laughs> but we'll talk about that in a little while. Yes, we will talk about that <laughs> in a second. Um, did you think that they were going to get reunited so quickly with Nick and Luciana? No. I thought it was going to take a lot longer. Like last, mm-hmm. last at the end of last season, I was like, they're going to spend the entire next season with them trying 
to get together. Yeah. So it was it was a surprise for me. When for they sure. were when they were getting separated, what did you what was your initial thought? Were you think did you think that they were separating the men from the women? Because that was my yes. initial thought. Oh, to be honest, my mind automatically went to and this is terrible, but uh, like the Holocaust, they would like you're going into a compound and they're separating men and women. So that that was my original thought. Well, not only with the Holocaust, I mean, and that, well, a lot of I, other things as well. But well, that was, yeah, of course. But I mean, not only did they separate the men and the women, but then they also separated the weak from the strong. Yes. So that's what I thought was initially happening. Yeah. And then we get into it. And then after you find out the room that Travis is in with all of these, um, how do I put this politely? All of these um, similar looking people. Um, what did you think about <laughs> after the, after that? What did you? Th- oh, I was like, oh, they're literally running border control still. <laughs> like the goddamn country has gone to shit. And they're still like, uh, no, you look not American. Whatever that means. You guys, we have to talk about this because me and Natalie were sitting there and we were like, wait a second. <laughs> is this a little bit racist? Or we were like, bit. yes. <laughs> like, what are they doing? Like, this is insane. Like, he, like, Travis is being escorted through this compound slash bunker and he passes this bathroom and this guy is getting, like, shot in the head and I was yeah, like, oh gosh, yeah. here we go. Another, like, uh, terminus kind of situation. Yeah. Walking Dead fans, you'll know what I'm talking about <laughs> um, and I was like great we can't find like some like a safe haven right. ever N- not that I think I mean this- it is the Walking Dead uh, universe so I mean let's right. be real there is no safe of course <laughs> um, but then he sees Nick and Luciana and I was just I literally was like this is ins- like I just to be honest, it took me a minute to, like, figure out that it was Nick, because I was like, no way. Really? Like, no way are they doing it this quickly. I saw it pretty quick, and then I was like, are they separate? Because then, I don't know, because here's the thing. I was a little confused, because Steven was white. Yeah. Steven, the, the, the guy that they encountered in the bunker, was white, and if they were separating, you know, Mexicans or anybody who is ethnically ambiguous um, from the Caucasian... Mm-hmm people why was there some white people in, in mixed in there well it's i mean it came through that that was they were injured in some form so they were gonna die true. anyway that's true um but i mean yeah i don't i mean he does ask where are you from yeah <laughs> he, <laughs> he asked travis where are you from it's very blatantly it like pretty blatant. yeah yeah um <laughs> i did want to point out this bathroom scene though because what i love about fear of the walking dead in general in a show is that they have tried to catch us up with The Walking Dead. Like, it's supposed to be how this started, which we still haven't gotten to. Right. Um, but these soldiers <laughs> are running experiments on how fast it takes to turn. Yeah. What did you think about that? Well, I thought that was brilliant. Um, well, at first I was like, are they actual scientists? Or are they, like, I was like, what, what is happening here? Are you taking right. bets? Because they were taking bets. So I was like, yeah. maybe it's just, like, rogue soldiers entertaining themselves, which is a terrible way to do that. Right. But... Um, I think it's actually as as crazy as Troy is. I think he's very smart. Yes. To be doing, I, th- I think he is a sociopath or whatever the technical term is for him. But it's definitely something other people should be doing. I'm not saying they should be killing people in order to have these results. But maybe when like someone, you know, that like on your team, there people are gonna die. Yeah. You no. Know. And I'm glad. That, I'm glad that you brought Troy up because he is clearly. When you say sociopath, I think that is a good word because he can turn it on and off. Like yeah. when he's with Travis, he's just completely, or in front of these people, he's completely different. And then when he's with Madison and Alicia, which we'll get to in a second, he's com- he's a totally different person. He has no qualms about anything he does. No, and that's I think the true indicator of, yeah, yeah, and it's <laughs> totally scary because yeah. this person is so unpredictable. He's he's more dangerous than a walker because you know what a walker wants, you know how he's going to get there. Whereas with him, it's. 
It's a really good you point. You can't believe anything. It's a really good point. Plus, Plus he can think. Yes. <laughs> and open doors. <laughs> so it makes it a little bit scarier. Um, what did you think about Alicia and Madison in that office? What did you think was going on with that? How did you feel about it? I mean, I, I don't I don't really think, know what I thought about it, like what was happening. I, I just knew they needed to get out. Right. Like, because he, he's such an, he was so weird. He was like, you can come, like... He was like trying to put on the charm with them, but this, this, it was like, "Are you hitting like, on her?" Like I was so confused, and I was like, "Yeah." It so. was like creepy charm. Like he was like, "Oh, we just want to know." He's like, first of all, he's asking too many questions. Right. So when you know when somebody starts asking you too many questions, that's when you have to be aware. And I love when Madison and Alicia, and they are very two. They're two very strong female characters, which is what I love about Fear the Walking Dead. Right. Um, is that they have no qualms about giving female roles these strong characters and. Immediately, Alicia and Madison are on like high alert. Yes. A with this place, and B with this guy Troy. Like they don't right. trust him. And oh, the yeah, one no. thing that I wanted to sorry, sorry to point out, yeah, go, was that Alicia didn't even drink the tea. Did you no, see that? I didn't see that, but I am so proud of her. I this girl is a survivalist <laughs> to the core. I love her. I like, love her. Like she, the fact that you didn't even drink the tea. Like she, and not only did she pour it out, she poured it out in the plant, which just like a gets rid of the evidence, makes it look like you drank it, and I then it. see it. Like yeah, I drank it. Like she's so smart. Like she is like on high alert all the time. It's like taking a shot with your friends when you've had too many, and you're just like, I'm gonna slip. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> right. So what did? So you, we obviously knew that they were going to plan it to escape. Yes. Oh, yeah, of course. Did we think that it was going to happen so soon? Well, I mean, as soon as they mentioned that they needed to leave this location to go to another location, then instantly, yeah. Yeah. And, and um, as much as Madison is a manipulator, because let's be real, she is. Yeah. Um, she wasn't getting to Travis. Mm-hmm. She, so I think it was going to be fast. Yeah. I knew it was gonna be. I didn't know how long it would take them, but I knew it was gonna be fast because she has this sense of immediacy when it comes to her loved ones. Yeah. I mean, she didn't want to wait around and try and find Nick. She's like, no, we're gonna go find Nick. Yeah. You know? I think one of the biggest criticisms for The Walking Dead and for Fear of the Walking Dead is that it, sometimes it just moves too slow. Yeah. And I feel like they didn't waste any time with this episode and with the following episode because everything was moving at like lightning speed. That's why I keep asking yeah. like. Did you think it was going to happen this fast? Because things I thought I thought in the beginning of the episode when they introduced this bunker and this whole set that it, we would be there for a couple of episodes. Right, but again, once you saw that, I mean, yeah, as soon as I saw that Travis was legitimately in in danger of some sort, mm-hmm. it to me it was like, nope, they're going to get out. Yeah. Or, or at the very least, she's going to get him out of it. Yeah. Well, let's go back to Travis really quick. Because, yes. like we said, these Travis. these soldiers are running these experiments, uh, which is normal. Uh, not normal, normal per se, uh, but you did bring up the Holocaust earlier. And right. they did the same thing they with the Holocaust. They were writing numbers on their hands. They were, exactly. It was very similar. There was a similar. lot of very, like, uh, symbolic I agree with you. Moments. And we find out that it takes about an hour um, for somebody to turn, which I thought was really fascinating. Mm-hmm. I love the scene when he's opening the, the, the guy's eye and he, yeah. like, sees it turn. I thought yeah, that was brilliant. Because they've never done that before. No. No. I mean, they have them, like, open their eyes and it's already turned. And right. you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. But, yeah, no, you've never seen it. Visually, I thought that, yeah, I thought that was super cool. I just didn't, obviously, didn't like the way that they were going about it. Um, <laughs> but initially, what they were doing, what we find out, is that they're going through each and every, um, why they kept asking where they're from is because they're going through each race and seeing who mm. takes the longest to turn, if they even turn. Right. I mean, can we blame these soldiers for trying to get any kind of information that they can? Uh, that's a, that, that's a problematic question because it's, no, you want to have this information. However, um, you are 
putting people who are still alive like you're you're already outnumbered by the dead why are you adding to that population why are you diminishing your population like it, it, in this world it's like you need to stick together to survive and yet I feel like everybody in the Walking Dead universe forget that. I agree with you. I agree with you. And everybody in the chat let us know. I feel like if they were going to start running these experiments and they should do it on people who were already either bitten or dying or injured. Right. Something. Yeah, right. Not just because you look different. Right. You know what I mean? And I was reading some articles. Um, I mean, they kind of. I mean, they kind of were. They were like, "Oh, you're shot," but they weren't putting any effort in saving them first. Right. And that's where I have a problem. Right. Because. They weren't dead dead. They weren't, like, I mean, yeah, they weren't knocking on death's door right. in that moment. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, I'm shot. Why don't we put a bandage on it <laughs> and walk away? And nope, nope, we're going we're gonna to see how long it takes for you to turn. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I was reading some articles before we started the season, and um, they were saying that they were going to touch on a lot of political things, especially with the whole Donald Trump thing and, yeah. and the border thing and the, the travel bans and stuff like that. I love that. I, I love that, too. And I think that they hit it out of the gate with this first episode because oh, yeah. it's like you can't... We, we literally left the United States to get into Mexico thinking right. that it was going to be safe haven. Now we're trying to get back into the United States and it's... And it's just a sh- it's crazy. Even it's after crazy the time. world has ended, it's yeah. still a problem trying to get back into the U.S. Like, what is happening? I'm so confused. Oh, um, so, Travis winds up finding well, this comrade, um, Stephen, mm-hmm. who has this plan to get out. Who, I love the actor because he's in Band of Brothers. Okay. <laughs> when I, I, you, I was freaking out. I was like, is that him? Oh my God, it is him. Oh my God, I had to go double check because I wasn't 100% sure. And I was just so excited um, to see him, Ross McCall, on another show. Yeah. Like, it was a nice surprise because I, I watched Band of Brothers at least once a, once a um, year, probably. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're a super fan of that show. Yeah. Okay. Show. Well, he <laughs> finds his comrade in Steven and then he... Steven winds up helping him, Travis, and Luciana get out. Right. Um, did we did we think that Steven was going to last a little bit longer than he did since you're such a fan? Yes, I was so excited. <laughs> I was so excited to see him longer. And then he dies, and I was like, I'm going to die. Yeah. I was so mad. I was yeah. like, oh my god, is he a series regular now? This is great. This right. is so cool. Like, he, he's a great series actor. Series regular. Really, Natalie? You're going to go series regular? He's on the screen for five minutes. You're going to go series regular? Like, I was that this excited. This is Fear the Walking Dead. I was no. that excited about seeing him, okay? Um, I, I figured he'd die at some point, but no, I did not expect it to that be fast. like ten minutes later. Right. Well, th- so those guys escape, and then apparently they're on some psych wavelength thing, mm-hmm. because Alicia and Madison think it's their turn to escape, right. and when Troy comes back into the room, Room, they ambush him, and this brilliant moment happens. I see a lot of you in the yes. ch- chat talking about it. Um, <laughs> they use a spoon in order to take. Well, Madison does. Madison Let's does. Be real. This okay, is yes. all Madison yes. in this situation. I mean, I thought Alicia was going to have to step up and do it again, like take care of her mother again. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Madison comes out of nowhere. And you're like, <laughs> with a spoon, like, with a spoon. jams it in his eye. We, Natalie and I were like, what is happening? Like, oh my God, that's, that's insane. And then they use Troy as a hostage to get out from where they are. Yeah. Alicia goes to find a truck and um, Madison is just obviously, just, I don't know. What, I think Madison was trying to find the fam, like the re- Nick and Travis and them. Yeah. Well, I, she didn't know Nick was there. Right. Oh, that's right. She was, she was trying to find just Travis. trying to find right. Travis. She sent Alicia to go get a vehicle so that mm-hmm. they could escape. Right. Um, which is smart. But yeah, she didn't know Nick was there at all. She was just obsessed with Travis. 
because who thought Travis could take care of himself? Well, Certainly not me. <laughs> I'm glad that you brought that up because they obviously wind up catching Travis, as you guys all saw, and they throw him into this walker pit, which was another mm-hmm. amazing scene because like, Travis was like giving me like Rick Grimes, like I'm gonna take out all of these walkers with cinder blocks and like and stakes the- or nails or whatever. the those things were. Iron rods of some sort. Like, he took out, like, maybe seven of them in the beginning. And they showed us those ones. And yes. they were brutal. They were, like, heads exploding and just bars coming through. <laughs> like, oh, man. I was like, oh, God, that hurts. Yeah, and then they, I thought that after he had taken out all of them, they were going to see that he was more of an asset and maybe oh. save him. Yeah, no, or maybe I, take him out. <laughs> maybe it was, like, a test. I don't know. Um, but clearly that wasn't the point. I then mean, they open this other gate, and all these other walkers come out. I pegged them as psycho. I was like, this is not... Like, they're not... I get why they would be like, oh, you're, you're an asset now. But I had already determined that these militia people were were not having it with yeah. anybody new. Yeah. They were not having it. So <laughs> At all. We're not having at it at all. all. And then going back to Madison, she is surrounded by all these soldiers now and then we encounter another new character Jake who is Troy's brother and he convinces Madison to let um, Troy go um, if she if they bring her or bring her to her family yeah Yeah. Um, and then she does were you surprised by that? Um, yeah actually sort of because I mean she always has the motivation of finding her, her her family that is that is who Madison is is protecting them um, so I was I was surprised that she decided to do it that quickly. Right. It was because to me I was she was going to be like, well, I'm not letting him go until you prove. Right. Like it. you're giving away all of your leverage here, girl. Right. Right. That's why I, I also really wanted her to just pop his eye out. Oh, like, no. like to be like for good measure. For good measure. <laughs> like, Natalie's brutal, you guys. I don't know. This is going to be a great season. <laughs> um, I um, love that um, that Stephen kind of saved. Nick and Luciana, mm-hmm. but Luciana is slowing Nick down like immensely. What did you Wait, physically, emotionally, mentally? Physically, I, feel, <laughs> no, 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 I don't feel like emotionally. I actually like Luciana and Nick together. I don't okay, know if yeah, you do. I, I do too. Yes. Um, I feel like they bring out the better of each other. I don't like how Nick always. It seems like he's going to be putting Luciana first over his mm-hmm. family. I don't like that. Yeah, um, no, me either. But she is slowing him down. Would you have left her? Um, I mean, he wasn't in any immediate, immediate danger. Like, in that tunnel. Like, right. You know, so I probably would have... I would have stuck with her, at least for the time being. Okay. Um, but then it feels like he's doing a little bit... He's going a little bit of the extra mile. Yeah. Which it makes sense, but I mean, farther than I would probably go. Well, he he obviously didn't. I would have left her. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's because... You I don't would've. know. Maybe I wouldn't have. I don't okay, know. wait. Imagine, though, that it's like you're... you're that's you're, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if it was somebody that I was really close to, maybe I wouldn't have left her. But at the same time, right, I'm that's like... that's where you're... T- same here. You're like, you're... That, yeah, it's like you never know how you're going to deal with that situation. To be honest, I probably... Head. I wouldn't leave... I wouldn't... I wouldn't have no. left her. No. Nope, not until she's, like, good and dead. Oh. And turned. Probably. See, you're a good person. Yeah, you're a good I don't... Person. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, Nick... <laughs> Well, they try to they try to escape, but then they wind up facing this this horde of zombies, <laughs> um, which they let into the compound. Um, they <laughs> Nick and Luciana and Travis and Madison. Madison obviously makes the right decision in you know bargaining with Troy's life and and you know giving into what Jake wants. Mm-hmm. And they all like come together, mm-hmm. um, reunited again. Yeah. Um, and then we find out that the walkers. <laughs> that have escaped 
are coming into the compound. But the way that we found out, and I'm telling you guys, Greg, Greg Nicotero was like on another level with this episode because we see that soldier that was helping Troy out. Yes. And he's like, here's something in the vents. And it's no, like... But better yet, he's like looking at the, like where he's killed people and he's like smirking. And he's like, that was fun. And then he gets it. And it's amazing. He does not only get it, but he gets it A, through a vent, gets his neck bitten off, and then gets bent in half... And then, and like, it. this is my, this is, this is what I thought was brilliant in this, is that the, when he opened the vents, the rats ran out. Yeah. And I'm like, the rats had the, the, like, the, the, the brains to, like, run away from the walkers, but you are just gonna find out what's in there. <laughs> like, what? Why? What? Like, is- listen, here's the thing. If rats are running from something, you better be running, too. L- thank like, you. That was something you learned when you were on a ship and it was sinking. If the rats are running up, you better be running up as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you not watch the Titanic? Did you not? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, so yeah, I just thought that 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 there had some really gruesome moments. The spoon and then the guy being bent in half. I mm-hmm. thought those moments were were awesome. Can we um, skip back real fast? Yeah. To when um, Travis is he, Travis protects Nick. Yes. We kind of we just totally blew. Past we totally that did blew past that. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought it back. But Travis uh, one does not let Nick or Luciana. He doesn't even know Luciana. Right. And he protects them. And he says, "I love this." He says, "Prove it. Kill me." Right. Which was maybe foreshadowing in some form of sense but I didn't I or maybe it was a misdirect really well maybe I, think, well, I feel like it was kind of a misdirect did we think yeah. that Travis was was protecting Nick so hardcore because he felt guilty about what happened with Chris 100% yeah that's what I thought too yeah 100% yeah. he was like he couldn't lose another son essentially yeah even though I mean let's like Nick just got out of rehab right in season one yeah. so I, did he really have that much of a connection to Travis? No, but at so the same like, time, I feel like Travis had a connection to him. Yeah, like he just yeah. wanted to be a father figure to him. Right. You know what I mean? And if you could step <laughs> a up, a good in any father way, figure. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because I did right. love that connection. Yeah, that was um, a wonderful moment. Yes. And like a totally redeeming quality uh, for Travis, or a moment for Travis, in my opinion, because Travis was very frustrating. Um, at least last season when he was like, no, we're not killing anybody. And, you know, he was like such a pacifist and then he had to step up. I feel like that's what I like about this season is that everybody is like stepped up their game where it's like, you know what? No, we have to just go balls to the wall and we're going to do anything that we can to survive. Um, So the walkers invade the compound. Mm -hmm. Elisa, Travis and Luciana go in the helicopter. Troy, Troy saves Madison and uh, Nick which I thought was interesting. Um, and they're all separated once again. Right. Which brings us into the second episode of the premiere called The New Frontier. Um, we pick up right where we left off. And if you need to circle back at all, Natalie, just let me know. Yeah, um, The New Frontier, we... we So, before we get into the helicopter ride, you guys, I read an article, and I told Natalie about this before we watched yeah. the episode, that a main character is supposed to die. Did I think it was going to be Travis... No. Who? Okay, but who did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be Nick. Okay. I thought it was going to be Nick trying to protect Luciana. Okay. I did not, not think it was going to be Travis. I mean, I th- yeah, I thought, once you told me, because I didn't know about it, um, I was like, oh, Luciana's going to die. Like, she's going to die while they're in the helicopter, and she's going to turn, and she's going to have to, like, and it's going to be a fast turn for some reason. Like, it's going to, like, shit's going to go crazy in, in the helicopter, which it did. It just didn't go the way I thought it right. was going to go. But even you said Luciana's not that big of a character. To right, but I thought, I, I mean, they always hold off on killing the major characters until, like, the second to last episode of series because 
that's like the shock value, you know? Right. And so I did not see that coming. I didn't at see all. that coming either. He got shot in the neck. And then he does what obviously Travis would do. He sacrifices, you know, his trying to get medical help for everybody else in the helicopter yeah. and throws himself out. Yeah. And then he has this amazing moment with Alicia, which I think is going to stick with her for the rest of the season. Oh, 100%. I think and it's going to change her a lot, actually. I think so, too. And I feel like that she just lost another father. Pretty much. Yeah. And I just want to point this out. Due to kind of suicide. Yeah. I mean, because technically oh, yeah. he might have been able to get help, medical help, but he was just too mm. focused on trying to protect her that he was mm-hmm. like, no, I need to do this. Well, and that's going to be a, a guilt from her because she did essentially let him go... Uh, like, like she was holding on to him. Yeah, and you, she lets go, and that's when he falls. Yeah. Um, and it was a decision she had to make, and I think that is gonna that's gonna haunt her. That yeah. moment is definitely gonna haunt her. Um, I agree. And not in that moment, and also having to tell her mother again. Oh, I actually imagine the fact that Madison is gonna. The, sadly, I think Alicia's gonna have to step up again and take care of Madison again mm. um, because I think Madison's going to take it really really hard I think so too which we'll talk about yeah. um, because they did have a great <laughs> moment at the end but um, then we skip to the Rosarito Beach, Ho- Rosarito Beach Hotel mm-hmm. the hotel that they left um, last season um, the accommodations that they so stupidly left because I was very upset about that because I thought this hotel was amazing um, and then they should have just stayed there but obviously they couldn't right. um, but Strand is still there and I'm glad yes. that they touched up on Strand because he is one of my favorite as you had brilliantly said, pseudo villain characters, <laughs> um, and he's he. So the way that they encounter this is that all these people are trying to get into the hotel, rightfully so, because it's a safe haven. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Elena and Hector don't want to let anybody in. Travis. Um, yeah. Okay. I. Go ahead. <laughs> Elena. God. Like, did she learn nothing? From when she was like trying to keep him out in the first place, or, or they helped her get into this freaking hotel, right? Uh, right, yeah, this, exactly. That last season, they help her get in, and then she kicks, like she proceeds to kick them all out. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. We don't want you anymore. Thanks for helping, but no, yeah, but no, but no. So once again, Strand saves Elena and, Hel- and Hector's ass, yeah, and then offers everybody to come in, and he poses as a doctor to help them, um, and then. What did you think? Did I? Because I was like, was Strand was adopt being a doctor part of Strand's backstory? Because he had me going for a second. He does. Like, no, he's just a charlton like con artist. But thank I, for you. a moment, the, he was like, I'm a doctor, and I went, oh shit, is he a doctor? Did I forget that? Right. Like, I legitimately, I, yeah. Right. Yeah. So then he's posing as a doctor. He has to deliver a baby, which he does successfully. Wait, but he had the best line when he lets them in. He's like, not an asshole. I was so happy. Sure, that's some really good lines this episode. And I'm he glad does. they gave um, Coleman Domingo some really great lines. Because yes. he didn't have that many big scenes in this this no. episode. Um, but the, the lines that they did give yeah. him were great. He, he always, and he always has the best delivery on that. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. Yeah, um, fake it till you make it. I agree. So, yeah. Yeah, so then Strand is posing as a doctor. He delivers this baby. But Elena and Hector seem to have a problem with him posing as a doctor because this lie is apparently too big. (laughs) So she decides to kick him out as well, just like you had said earlier. Just kick everybody out, Elena. Thank you so much. Um, So then they give him one last patient, which I thought was a little odd because I'm like, if you want somebody to leave and you're kicking them out on foot, no less, why why do you need to give them one last patient? But I feel like it was like an F you to him because Estelle or Eileen was the one who killed him or stabbed him. Yeah. So... Okay, I... Well, I was smelling trap 
the I, like I was like this feels like a trap. This feels like a trap, and it feels like there are going to be walkers in there or something. Yeah, like I don't know. You you point out that the door locks from the inside, but I was like, <laughs> that doesn't mean you can't I lock it that. somehow on like, the outside. I was like, it can't be a trap if you could get out in the room but I was like okay I mean maybe it is a trap but then he saw like the wedding dress and I was yeah. like oh, maybe it is a trap right and there was like blood on it and I was like nope, nope yeah nope, and I was nope. like this is a little weird but then we meet Eileen again who lost her whole family last season mm-hmm. um and due to Elena by the way because yeah. she's the one that yeah. locked, locked them in that them room locked them all in that room yeah. she was a she's a Yep. Yeah, and then so then Strand winds up opening this door to let some air in because apparently it smells in there because Eileen must not have showered since they've been there because she's so depressed about what happened to her family, obviously. I mean, that's fair. Rightfully so, of course. Um, But they had this amazing moment where Eileen gives him a wedding gift which yeah. turns out to be... And they don't show us. I know. I was like, what it is it? It turns out to be a car. Which is amazing. Which is amazing. And, and not just a car, like a really fun sports car. So which, if appara- you're- <laughs> which apparently is like Strand's type of car. Well, of course. Which I but love. like, if you're in this after, like this after world or whatever, um, like you want to roll around in style. Yeah. It might be your last time rolling around. You want to do it in yeah. style. Like, yeah. yeah. But Eileen I- winds up committing suicide yeah. because of the guilt. Yeah. Um, one thing that I liked about that moment was that Strand said he delivered a baby, so there there is hope. But Eileen obviously doesn't see that because she says there is no, there are no future generations. Right, and can you really blame her? No, like, no, like it's, and yeah, I don't. <laughs> I think that's what I loved about the second episode is that they really did touch on this whole suicide factor with mm-hmm. you know Travis's death and and affecting Madison and then Eileen losing her whole family and how seeing how she deals with it it's like is suicide such an uh, an abnormal desire when you go through all of this especially oh, during no. a zombie apocalypse no like, i mean no especially not in a zombie apocalypse right um and, and it's definitely something that people deal with. So it's, it's great that they're bringing it up and they're bringing it into, like, a... They're showing two different sides of, like, what yeah. people choose to do. So, yeah. you know, and, and loss is a hard thing, and this show is all about loss. I mean, right. it's all about badassery as well. <laughs> yeah, but, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's all about, you know, it's it's what would you do? Yeah. And that's a hard one to yeah. answer. Lapcat20, yeah. I, we kind of knew that she was going to jump oh, from the door to yeah, Everybody in the chat, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Yeah. Um, because you were awesome. Um, I just some great... And as soon as we start talking about the things, I will mention some of the ch- comments that we've had. But we're we're going to get to some of these things. Yeah. So, and Eileen yeah. is... As, I mean, Eileen, the, the, char- the actress who's played character... The actress who played Eileen has done mm-hmm. a lot. She was on, yeah. you know, Desperate Housewives. She was on The 100, which you, was, you covered. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I wonder how publicists find, like, dealing with actors... And and them and it being so hard to deal with like actors who are on so, like a show like The Walking Dead and then get killed off so fast. Like I'm sure right. there's some drama behind the scenes. Oh my god, I, there's always drama. And you know I'm started reading this new book and it's called uh, The Blind Item. Okay. And it is true stories, like true Hollywood stories, mm-hmm. but the names are changed, so we'll never know who they are. Of course. But oh my god, they're scandalous. <laughs> they're so good. And I mean. It's written by Kevin Dixon and Jack Kautzen, um and their industry vet- veterans. And the scandals, it's just, it's so good. I don't know how to tell you. Um, and its it's gotten some really, really good reviews. I've got it up here on my computer because... I was reading before I got here. <laughs> um, and all it's about an assistant publicist in Hollywood um, who is, you know... It's like a rain. She's kind of a Ray Donovan. I don't know if you ever saw that show, but she's cleaning up okay. all of these, uh, you know, messes that pub- like their 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 celebrities are getting into, mm-hmm. and then she gets involved 
with a celebrity, and it kind of turns around, and she's the one being reported on. Oh, interesting. In a sense. Um, so it's really good, and if you really guys, if you guys want to read it, because it's like, I mean, primo stuff. It's a great. I was reading it by the pool when I was in Sacramento. Oh, nice. Um, which I just got back from. I drove <laughs> really, really fast. Um, then go to blindeitembook.com. It's B-L-I-N-D-I-T-E-M book, B-O-O-K, if you can't spell that, <laughs> uh, .com. And you can start reading it. They've got it at Amazon and at, um, it was like on Overstock. I mean, I'm reading on a Kindle, so. Right. You know. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. It's true life stories. Um, it's a real page turner. True life stories about actors. Yeah. From publicists. Sounds From good. publicists. Sounds real publicists. Real publicists. But so names real, are changed, yeah, obviously. Maybe um, you guys can put up together who it is. Oh, maybe. I mean, that's what I've been trying to do. Maybe one of them will be like Madison, like Kim Dickens, who plays Madison on well, the show. Well, that would, that would be really right? cool. And if I can figure that... Oh, wait. I wouldn't really want to like expose that, though, if I that's figured true. it out that that's who it was. Yeah. But getting back to them, yeah. <laughs> um, so Madison and Nick um, go to this sanctuary that Jake has told them about. That's where the cars are going, uh, called Broke Jaw Ranch. Um, and they meet this cool older guy named Jeremiah. And I feel like Jeremiah is going to be a really awesome character because he um, he has this, like, he has this, like, no, like, nonsense, like, thing about him. Um, but at the same time, I feel like he's compassionate, like Madison. I feel like him and Madison have very similar attributes. My first, like, feeling about him was, oh, no. Um, he's gonna be a bad guy, but he, yeah, he had that moment with Madison at the end, and, and he lets her keep her gun, and so I was like, okay, maybe he's, maybe he is gonna be good, um, but he's, I think he's gonna be a problematic fave. Yeah, like, yeah. Because he's, he's protecting some crazy people. That, well, that's another thing that I wanted to touch on because Jay kind of alluded to this when him and Alicia were making their way back to the compound mm-hmm. on foot after the helicopter crashes. Um, after Charlene dies, unfortunately, who I right. really liked you guys, by the way. Charlene was, was the cool. blonde like pilot of the helicopter, and I thought that she was going to make it. But Fear the Walking Dead, <laughs> you can never really count on anybody to survive. Um, but um, Jake tells Alicia, you know, we just watch him. And it's like we sent him out to go get fuel because we couldn't trust him with the group. And I'm like, right, yeah. what? Why do? Why would you think? I I feel like this whole family is protecting Troy, and I mm-hmm. think that's what is gonna be the downfall of this entire sanctuary. Can we talk about how it was kind of paralleling, um, like Alicia and um, and Madison and Travis? They were all trying to protect Nick. Yes. That's true. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Like, they yeah. were all in this situation a little bit ago. And I, I think it's kind of interesting to, like, think about that. <laughs> I think, no, I, I completely agree with you. I think that what is what I love about the writers of this mm-hmm. show is that they always have these parallels where, and I didn't even put that together, so kudos to you, you. on, because, you know, mm-hmm. they always worry about Nick, and now this family is always worried about Troy. Do you think Troy and Nick will have a camaraderie in that kind of way? But then Troy's not really a, I mean, Nick isn't a, so, like, a sociopath, like, no, but Nick has his own mental issues. Yeah, that's so, true. And and I, I mean, I th- like so. In my opinion, Nick switched out drugs for the like adrenaline and high mm-hmm. of like walking among the dead, which he hasn't done yet this right. season. Right. Which I'm honestly super surprised about. I was like, he's gonna just like kill one of those guys and get him all bloody and get his <laughs> girlfriend all bloody, and then they're gonna go walking away. I'm glad like, that they, that was a little overdone last season. Oh yeah, no, so. it totally was. But I so I was totally I was expecting it. Yeah. Um. And so when it didn't happen, I was very happy. Um. But I don't. They're not ever. I don't think they're ever gonna get it together because 
he Nick sees him as the villain. Yeah. Um, because he's the one who shot them and killed all those people, and Nick feels guilty about that. Yeah. Sorry, I just had an epiphany. No, go um, <laughs> I think that Alicia's going to feel really guilty about Travis dying, and Nick feels really guilty about um, all of those people dying coming to get, like, because he told them. Yeah. And so they might actually have some true bonding moments. Um, that being said, I don't know that Alicia will necessarily forgive... Uh, Nick for just piecing out. I don't think so either. And because it's always been about Nick and not about her. But even when they were in the, even when they're at the ranch and it's Broke Jaw Ranch, uh, Stephen, not uh, Brokeback Mountain, <laughs> which apparently I'm all for your wife. Like that's where your mind went, really. Um, yes, Broke Jaw Ranch. Um, yeah, I think that even at the ranch when he said to her, you know, I I don't think this is where I'm going to stay. I'm waiting for Luciana to get better and then I'm going to peace out again. And I'm like, dude. Like, what? Do you but, not have any respect for your family? Like, they've risked everything to find you, and now you're just ready to peace out again as soon as your girlfriend gets better. Yeah, but I love that you have a problem with Nick for that reason, because I have a problem with Madison for that reason. Because she's like, no, we're going to go find him. No, we're going to go find him. Like, she will not drop it. Like, she won't let him go be an adult. And, like, I know I know it's a, I know it's an apocalypse-like situation, but focus on the people who are actually sticking, sticking with, with you. you. It's like, But I think that's what she did in the last season. When she let him go, I think that was yeah. her, like, you know what, if this is what you want, then go but then when she saw the helicopter and everything like that and then she found out that he might have been involved in this you know drug gang cartel she got worried about him again and that's why she went to go find him so I I mean that's why she went to go find him and now he's trying to leave again and I think that you are right. I think that you do. You are on a point with you know him and her having these moments because she's she's lost Travis and feeling yeah. guilty about Travis and him feeling guilty about you know bringing all these people essentially to their deaths. Yeah. Um, I feel like they will have a bonding moment, but I feel like Madison and this is just going to the last scene of the of the the episode when she tells them you know we're gonna stay here because essentially all she wanted to do was get the family together and leave but now she wants to stay even if it means taking over the place right which is like super badass I'm like, let's it just, is badass just, but do we think it's smart no well, she, <laughs> no because I kind of like this guy Jeremiah and I feel like her and Jeremiah are gonna have like these bond because they they both lost people they right, both have I, to- I mean I think that she's seeing that and maybe she is gonna I, I need to know Madison's background okay I need more about her history because I cannot judge what she's gonna do like she's using a spoon to kill somebody yeah she's um she's making she's manipulative like she's really good at it yeah and and she knows who has power I mean I think this season's going to suffer a little bit. I don't think she's going to have as much of a grasp on that. Right. Um, but I need to know what happened in her history. I, I agree. I think that... And I hope that they revisit that at some time this season because I think they need to. I think we need to know a little bit more. And it's a juicy history. It is. Like, your husband committed suicide. There's drugs. There's, like, all the this stuff. The rest of the cast don't know her history. Apparently, Kim Dickens talked with the writers and, was, and, the, and the directors and was like, this is, like, this is it. And nobody else knows. Hmm. So none of the actors know. That's interesting. Right? I mean, I, I'm really hoping that they they get, you know, more into that this season. Um, is there anything else that we need to talk about when it comes um, to these two amazing episodes? You guys, it was... Well, there okay. was so much to cover in two episodes. It's where we're like, oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, so a couple of things. I think that uh, Nick has no tact right now, and I think he's going to learn a lot from Madison. Okay. Um, so I think that might that's going to be an important thing to happen. And as uh, Stephen says, he think you think that uh, Nick will be a silent hero 
and he'll leave in case chaos will happen and then he'll come back and save everyone. Um, I agree, but I also think that Nick needs to learn how to play the politics side because that's what the sh- like that's what survival is. It's yeah. not just like I'm gonna go do my own thing. Yeah, it's you have to learn how to work. <laughs> it's like kindergarten, you guys. We got to learn how to work together. Um, I I agree with you. I think that Nick. I feel like Nick and and um, Madison are gonna have more of a thing. I feel like it's too early to do predictions though, you know what I mean? Like the first two episodes I'm like, what? And well we didn't off- check in with Ophelia so we have no idea what's happening with her That's and true. She didn't she wasn't even in like the last, uh, I don't know, was she even in the final finale of last season? I don't remember exactly. No, and you're right. But I don't think did, she was. So. No. Wait, no, she was. She, she was, was in the finale, yeah, because she... At the very end. Yes, when yeah. she encounters those guys after she crosses the border and they shoot at her. Because I really mad that we hadn't checked in with her the entire episode. Well, hopefully we get more into that this season. Um, Ophelia, more relationships and stuff like that. You guys, we are going to be here every Sunday night covering Fear the Walking yes. Dead at 8 p.m. Um, next week is only a one episode. So we'll be So we'll eight. be able to, yeah, dig into that more. Um, 8 p.m., where can they find you, Natalie? You can find me at, at Natalie N-A-T-A-L-E-E-D-Y-E-R at all social media platforms. Awesome, you guys. And I am Timothy Michael. You can find me all at all social media platforms at I am Timothy Mike. Um, I want to say thank you to everybody in the chat because you guys were awesome. Yeah, um, hopefully we can you. give you guys a little bit more shout outs next week for when real. we are not crunched on time. Um, but if anything, we will see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.